Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. How to become a millionaire before the age of 30, or if you're over 30, by 40 or by 50 or by 60. Now, the variables are slightly different between before 30 and then maybe before 40 and 50 and 60 because you're at different stages in life. And I'll probably do themed um, podcasts and videos on those um, exact age categories in the future. Uh, so I have nine ways, uh, and this is important to say, I am a millionaire, became an, a millionaire by the age 30. Well, actually, before 31, I was pissed off because I wanted to become a millionaire before 30. Not that it really matters. I pretty much got there. Um, and I stopped counting at 10. Um, well, all right, I tracked my net worth, but I stopped caring as much about money uh, when I got to about 10 million. And of course, this is really important. I'm not saying this to brag. This is important. If someone's going to do podcasts and lives and content on how to become a millionaire, they've got to be one. And there's so much BS and hype out there around being a millionaire when they haven't really defined it and they're not one. Okay, so step zero is to find what one is. And, and a million pounds worth of turnover is not a millionaire. Um, I'll bullet these out and then I'll detail them. Okay, step one is if you want to be a millionaire by 30, you've got to start in your 20s. You've got to start now. Um, step two is keeping your overhead lean uh, and then automating your savings. Uh, when I say steps, these are just points. You don't have to do them in all these order. Uh, point three is you, the amount of sales that you'll need to become a net worth millionaire yourself. I'll talk about that. Point four is uh, reinvesting profits and where to reinvest that. Point five is getting a, a, mil, a millionaire mentor, of course. Um, uh, step six is being great at marketing or point six. Point seven is leveraging the internet and social media, the great enabler of our time. Step eight is creating multiple income streams or point eight. And then point nine is leveraging all the tax breaks that you get. Okay, so go, let's de deep dive them all now. Uh, step zero or point zero is defining what a millionaire is. So the definition of a millionaire is net assets of a million or more, not including your own home. Now, turnover in your business of one million pounds or one million pounds of sales is not a millionaire. It's one million pounds of sales. So take your own home out of the equation and the equity you have in there. Do you have net assets, i.e. cash and assets once all debt and liabilities are taken off of one million or more? then you're a millionaire. Now, some people say, I want a million pound cash in the bank. Fine. That's actually not the definition of a millionaire, but you could define that. To have a million pound cash in the bank, you might need to have three million of assets. But also, you could sell all your assets, put the, the, the million in the, the bank as cash, and that's not necessarily any better a millionaire than if you've got them in the assets, because the assets could be gaining passive income or growing. Um, okay, so that's the definition of a millionaire that I'm going to go through the next nine points on. So if you want to be a millionaire in your 20s, you've got to start in your 20s or your teens. Of course, if you want to be in your million, a millionaire in your 30s by 39, you've got to start in your 30s. So really start now and have enough time. If you're 29.9 recurring, you're not going to be a millionaire by 30. So maybe you need to reset it at 35. Of course, that's arbitrary. But the point is, you've got to set a goal of when you want to be a millionaire by. Now, I kind of got into business properly, successfully, i.e. Not, not failing as an artist or a pub landlord, 
pretty much just before my 26th birthday. So I set a goal by 30 because that seemed, what, four years? It seemed, well, I'd never made any money. So in that regard, it was pretty optimistic. But four years, if you work hard and you leverage and you work smart, that seems maybe achievable. I didn't really know, but I thought, let's give it a go. And I figured if I got to 32 or 35 and I became a millionaire, um, I wouldn't kill myself over that. So I reckon two, three or five year goal to become a millionaire is realistic depending where you're at. If you've never made a penny in your life, maybe five years. Uh, if you're making a bit of money or you're on sort of six figures, maybe two to three years. But set the goal uh, and then um, we'll come back to where you uh, move towards that in a moment. But once you put the flag in the ground and that's what I want to do. And by that date and you put it on your wall and you put it on your fridge and you put it on your screensaver, then magic starts to happen. Law of attraction, your reticular activating system in your brain that filters all opportunities starts to filter opportunities. You start reading money books. You start getting money mentors. You start focusing on money. You start saving money. You start making money. You start focusing on sales in your business. Uh, And and it's it's very, quite amazing how your brain filters all the opportunities out. Okay, then uh, step or point two. Got to keep your overhead lean. I know plenty of people who make hundreds of thousands of pounds a year and spend more than hundreds of thousands of pounds a year. Now, in your 20s, the benefit of this is you could live with your parents. You probably don't have loads of kids, although by the 25th birthday, people normally have 20 kids in Peterborough. They're normally grandparents by 25. Um, But if you keep your overhead lean and let's say your running costs are only a grand or 1500 or two grand and your income is 10 grand and 15 grand and 20 grand, then very quickly you can save a lot of your money, a big percentage of your income. So therefore, the next point on this point is living well below your means. And I think a lot of people are spending more than they earn or living above their means, even though they're earning quite well and they have good earning power. And then the third point related to this is automating your savings. So let's say you're 1,500 quid expenses or or dollars um, and you're five grand uh, income. Then two grand of that, three grand of that maybe wants to be automated into a savings account or automated into an investment portfolio like an ISA or, you know, into the stock market or saving for a deposit for a property or whatever. But if you don't automate that process, you'll end up spending it um, because you'll think you've got more than you have. You know what it's like when expenses come out when you're not expecting it um, because, you know, that's what happens with direct debits and that's how it works. It all comes out at the same time. Okay, then point three then is. If you want to become a millionaire, I reckon you need probably minimum five and maybe 10 million or more in sales. For years, people have been asking me where I buy my watches. Many of you may know I'm a watch collector. I'm a watch investor. And those as an asset class have done me very well in the last 15 years. I have never shared where I source my watches from or my watch dealer until now. My watch dealer used to be a professional footballer for Manchester United and he formed a watch brand called Broadwalk and he sources the higher end brands like Rolex, Audemars Piguet, Patek Philippe and Richard Mille. I trust him, I've used him for many years and recently we've done a partnership, hence I'm inviting you if you want to start investing in watches and protect your money from the banks and inflation to check out Broadwalk. That's B-R-O-A-D-W-A-L-K. And the website is broadwalkgroup.com. The email is sales at broadwalkgroup.com. And please don't share this, but his number is 07496 878153. Obviously, only message him if you're serious about buying and investing in the higher end watches. People have been asking me for years, and for the first time ever, you can get access to my watch team. So let's assume you make a 20% net margin. Uh, 
10%, uh, 20% of 10 million is 2 million. Uh, you might be able to draw a million of that and you might have want to reinvest a million of that back into growing your um, business or your investments, etc. So probably realistically, 5 million, 10 million, maybe more in sales, gross sales you'll need to do on an assumed 20% or slightly less net margin for you to be able to get a million quid in your, in, in your bank account or in investments. So that's what you want to target. I'd probably target 10 million in sales. Uh, now, look, if you're already a millionaire, then that's obviously the next million. Uh, or if you're worth 5 million or 10 million, the next 10 million, it, the system works the same way. Target the sales, which 20% or your net profit margin works out about twice uh, the, the million that you need so that you can draw up that and then you can reinvest the rest. Mark and I, um, who, who own a few companies, um, we roughly speaking draw half of our net profit and roughly speaking reinvest half of it into maybe marketing or staff, people, resources, uh, investments, etc. Now, of course, we also, when we draw it personally, invest it personally. That's one of my investments here, that um, Ferrari Testarossa. I don't know if you can see it. Notice I've put the pads there so don't drive it into the wall. Um, but look, that was 200 grand um, in the height of the car, classic car, boom. I bought, bought it for 105. I like to think it's going up in value. Um, so yeah, anyway. Right, what have we got next on the list then? Um, it's reinvesting back into sales. So if you start selling and making some money, some of your money needs to go back into selling more and making more money. Uh, and, you know, this could be targeted marketing. This could be resource. This could be improving the product. Um, but people just think that they can make the profit and draw it all. Richard Branson talks a lot about reinvesting profits continually and not overstressing the company and just drawing it all as income. So that's why I made this sort of rough calculation that if your net profit margin is 20%, draw 50% of that or drop us 10% of the total sales, um, and then reinvest 10% of that um, to grow your marketing, to grow your sales, to grow your staff, to grow your resources, to improve your product, to innovate, to evolve your products and services, etc. Okay, now also you could reinvest back into um, assets. So you could buy property. Um, you know, you could buy, uh, go into ISAs, or you could create um, some intellectual property, or you could create, have a a trademark or a license or a franchise, and you could reinvest into assets that create income. Someone's just said that that's an MR2. Um, I'm being trolled live. That is not an MR2. That is a Ferrari Testarossa. Look at that. Uh, the guy who said it's an MR2, I guess, I guess he wouldn't know the difference because I guess he's probably never seen one. Um, there you go. Anyway, I just thought you'd know, like a nice little break before we carry on on the content. We've got about four points left. I hope you're finding this useful and interesting. Uh, all right, then number five or step six, because I had a step zero, is you want people who are worth 10 million or 50 million or 100 million as mentors. Um, because if you're trying to become a millionaire, you want to find people who have already been there and done that, standing on the shoulders of giants, leveraging the mistakes of others, shortcutting your success. Um, so can you find a mentor who's worth 10 million, 50 million, 100 million, a billion? I'm very fortunate to have mentors who are worth hundreds of millions, some billions. Uh, and uh, yeah, so um, the more people that you have around you who have made money successfully, the more that rubs off on you. You know, you get the, their vicarious experience. You become the people you spend the most time with. You could read up on millionaires. Loads of, of course, it was a joke, Stephen. I know it was a joke about the MR2. 
Um, yeah, so are you reading autobiographies of multimillionaires? Are you watching autobiographical documentaries on Netflix about multimillionaires? Um, because you become what you think about the most, you become what you focus on the most, you become who you hang around with the most. Okay, next point then is to be, get great at marketing. So a lot of people think that making money is about sales. Now, of course, sales is putting the money in the bank, and that's important. But generating the leads to put the money in the bank is marketing. Now, without leads, you have no um, possibility of money to go in the bank. So you've got to get good at marketing, putting yourself out there, um, creating a great product that then you put to the marketplace in a compelling way. I'll give you a great example. The iPod. 10,000 songs in your pocket. What great marketing for one piece of equipment. Um, you know, a compelling offer, understanding your client's objections, needs, wants, desires and fears. You know, when you're creating the collateral and the marketing for your product, getting good at the routes to market, you know, leveraging social media, being good at email marketing, you know, maybe being a good speaker or the industry spokesperson. So when you go to expos, shows and events, you know, people come to you and you have the credibility. Uh, and I think that this is really important. Um, so many businesses I know have a good product. They're a good person. They're trustworthy. They have a good heart. They have like 20, 30 years experience of being a coach, consultant, trainer, whatever. But they're crap at marketing or they haven't learned marketing and they don't embrace marketing. Uh, and like if you had a shop, you could have the best salesperson in the shop. You could have the best stock in the shop. You could have a beautiful window dressing. But people coming in the shop is marketing. And if you can't get anyone in the shop, you don't have a shop because you don't have sales. Okay, number seven then is leveraging the internet and media and social media. So it's the great enabler right now, great enablers of the past, telecommunications, air travel, steel, which enabled rail. You know, these were great enablers. Um, but the, the internet is the fastest ever because it's at the speed of light through fiber optics. And so social media, you know, and everything you can do online and everyone you can connect with across the world through live feeds and podcasts and YouTube videos and all these massive social platforms that have billions of users. This has all been enabled by the speed of light through fiber optics on the internet. The internet is the greatest enabler. It is the quickest way for you to generate more and more money. There are billionaire kids. Uh, it's Kylie Jenner. Was it 19 or 20? She became a billionaire. There are plenty of billionaires in their 20s. Now, what, about 30 years ago, I think the youngest billionaire was about 56. And now you're getting billionaires in their early 20s. And this is because of social media, Instagram uh, and leveraging the internet. So you really want to be leveraging the internet to make a million as quickly as possible. Okay, number eight then is increasing your income streams. Now, you can make um, like five to 10 million in sales, netting to one million or more for you as your net worth. You can make that money in one niche. But actually, the average millionaire has three income streams. I have um, maybe seven main income streams. Now, look, you don't want to diversify too quickly before you've made money in one thing. But I do think that, you know, if you, for example, at least generate multiple streams of leads for your one income stream, you, that could technically be multiple streams of income, but you're selling one product. I think that's vital. It'll make it quicker. You'll have less risk of that one stream or that one product, or, you know, struggling or being sort of deregulated or, um, you know, some kind of legal case or just any one disruption, really putting that out of the way. So finally, then, it's leveraging all the tax breaks you can. So are you offsetting everything you can against your um, corporation tax or through your LLP um, or whatever wrapper in the, whatever country you are is the company formation? A lot of people don't know what they can offset. If you go on the HMRC website, or your local government website, you can actually find on there all the things you can offset, all the things you can run as a business expense legitimately. Um, these two cars here, so that Panamera Turbo S and then that... Um, 
Ferrari Testarossa, they're company assets in an LLP. Uh, and so therefore, that comes off the profit and they're legitimate company assets. You can run one car per partner in an LLP. Um, you know, capital allowances and all the various tax breaks that there are that are out there. There's R&D budgets, there's all sorts of things, but you've got to go and work that out. Whether that's getting a great tax advisor or having a really good accountant, you know, that maybe you get advice from, make sure you leverage all the tax breaks because if you make a pound, you might get 20p of it net. If you save a pound, you get all of it net because you've saved the pound. Um, so often saving the pound is, is worth a lot more, maybe up to five times as much as making the pound. Okay, cool. So people often tell me they like the summaries that I do at the end. And of course, people tune into the lives at different stages. So let me summarize the things um, that I've mentioned to become a millionaire, maybe by 30 or as quickly as possible, maybe two to five years, not unrealistically get rich quick. So uh, step zero was I defined a millionaire, which is net assets, not including your own home of one million pounds or more. Step one is you've got to start now early enough and probably give yourself two to five years. So you need to be 25 or 35 or 45 or 55 to hit that decade goal. Um, step two is you've got to keep your overhead lean. You've got to live well below your means and automate savings and investments so that you don't spend the money. Step three is if you want a million yourself, you probably need five to 10 million at least in sales. Set a target date for hitting that, maybe two to five years in the future. Actually, I didn't mention this before. If you break it down day by day, it's a lot more simple. Like if you wanted to make 10 million in five years, so what's that? Two million a year, two million divided by 365. Actually, when you work out the sales you need per day, it's actually quite achievable. It's not a huge amount of money. Okay, number four then is reinvesting the profits back into marketing, resource, people and investments and not just spending or saving it all. Step five is getting a mentor who's worth 5 million, 10 million, 100 million, like a, a good level, bigger and higher up than you so you can leverage their experience, stand on the shoulders of giants, vicariously make the mistakes through them, not through yourself. They, they trailblazed uh, and kind of cleared the path for you to go through much quicker. Step six, get great at marketing because marketing is what generates all sales. Step seven, leverage the internet and social media because it's the great enabler of the 21st century. Step eight, create multiple streams of leads and ideally income. And then step nine, leverage all the tax breaks that are out there. So thanks for tuning in. If you found this useful, please can you share it around? Because if we're honest, I think everyone wants to make more money. But in, certainly in England, we're very British about it. Oh, I can't admit that. I can't admit that I love money. I can't admit that I'm money focused. People will judge me. They will think I'm evil. I'm going to go tell. But in reality, who wants a shit car? Who wants a shit house? Who wants to put their kids through a shit school? Who wants to go on a shit holiday in a shit caravan with a hole in the roof? No one. Everyone wants the finer things. And it's okay to want to make more money. Now, of course, if you equally make money and create value and give to others, then you're going to have a clean soul and you're probably going to even, you're actually, not ironically, but paradoxically, you'll get more rich the more you care about others. But you also have to honour and understand money management and, and kind of have a love affair and a good relationship with money, not like a, you know, a love-hate relationship with money that most people have. So if you think this could be useful to someone you know, then please do share the video or the podcast around. And then finally, if you'd like to get kind of vicarious mentoring with me, not for hundreds of thousands of pounds, but £3.49 a month, then join my supporter program. Facebook have chosen me as one of the few influencers in the world that they're putting on their supporter program. They're running it as a test. I don't know if you know Patreon or Netflix, you know, the sort of very low cost, uh, but high quality premium model. And um, well, that's what it is. And so you get first access to my best content. You get access to my best events and discounts. That's what Facebook have asked me to do. But I also have added in a load to try and make this the best supporter program in the world. So you get Ask Me Anything's roughly once a week. 
Um, you get one-to-one calls with me twice a year if you're in the first hundred. What else do you get? Um, you get curated content by me, i.e. you tell me what content you want me to do. And as long as I feel like I've got credibility in it, I'll actually do it for you in a bespoke fashion, maybe on a podcast or a live video. Um, I've, I'm having lunches with many of them at various events that I run. I'm doing special events just for them. I'm giving them free access to paid events. Um, loads, loads more. Oh, there's a WhatsApp group with um, a lot of us in as well. So there's a uh, become a supporter button. It's the long blue thin button. It says become a supporter. It's either somewhere on this video you're watching, if you're listening to the podcast or you can't see it, go to my Facebook page, Rob Moore Progressive, and you'll find that Become a Supporter blue button. Hit the button. Um, we're, we're creating an amazing community with the um, supporters. They're getting to know each other really well. They're doing little joint ventures and deals together. They're lifting each other up. Of course, we've got a big dinner um, this coming week with 50 of us. We've got 200 and something of us at a Mindset and Money event. I gave a free ticket to them, by the way. Uh, so yeah, I think we're creating something special and awesome. Uh, and I also do about three lives a week of, of video content just for my supporters. Find the button, hit the button, £3.49 a month, cancel anytime, complete bargain, um, because I want to help you grow your business. Uh, now I can't, um, Facebook are driving the price, I can't. Would I do it for £3.49 a month if it was controlled by me? No way, I'd do it for way more. So you're going to get a bargain. So thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.